My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 165 of The Hate Show, and today I'm sharing four simple ways that you can connect with followers on social media, specifically as a professional in the home industry. So here's the deal, guys. I'm often asked by a lot of you home pros to review Instagram profiles for your business. And people say a lot of different things to me that all kind of lead back to the same core issue. They say, I'm posting at least once a day and I'm so exhausted. I'm not getting any results. Or they say, I don't know what to say on social media to connect with my ideal client. It's like my mind goes blank. Or lastly, they'll just say, I don't get any comments or interaction on my posts. So if you are a home industry entrepreneur and you know without a doubt that your ideal client is actively using social media, you know that you need to be engaging with them. You might have great interpersonal skills in real life, but when it comes to social media, your mouth might go dry, proverbially, and you might not know what to say. That's why today on The Kate Show, I'm sharing four simple strategies you can use to really help circumvent these issues. Now, fair warning, this is going to push you out of your comfort zone, as it should. This is going to help you achieve the goal of higher interaction rates on your content, and it's definitely not magic. It's honestly just about being a real person. It's about being yourself. I'm not trying to get you to be something that you're not, because that never goes well on social media, but ironically, it's actually you truly being your authentic self that will go the furthest on social as a business, as an individual, and quite honestly, as business owners, we are so intertwined with our businesses, it's almost one and the same. So if you are struggling with social media, this episode is going to give you some perspective on what you need to be doing and what you can stop doing. Now, before I get into the actual meat of this episode, I want to give you guys a little reminder to follow my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. And also, if you are looking for another home industry podcast to totally binge on, you should go check out the Design Network, which is at designnetwork.org, because that is a podcast collective on all things interior design, from doing the actual design work to crunching the numbers and growing your business to marketing your design firm. So if you're not an interior designer, you're probably going to still find a lot of it very relevant and interesting, but it is specific to interior design. So again, head over to designnetwork.org and check it out. All right, guys, let's get into today's show. This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by Socialite Vault. Did you guys know we give away free marketing templates in the vault? That's right. You don't have to be a member to test drive these templates. Just go to socialitevault.com and click on the freebies tab. These templates are specific to designers, stagers, workrooms, and organizers. They're beautiful and easy to edit in Canva. Go to socialitevault.com to grab your templates now. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you by Side Door. As an interior designer, a home stager, a window treatment professional, or a home organizer, you guys deal with products every day, many of which your existing audience would love to own. 
If you're dreaming of selling product through your website or through your social media platforms, but you just don't want to be bogged down by ordering and shipping and loads of inventory, you need Sidedoor. When Sidedoor entered the home industry in early 2020, they changed everything. Sidedoor lets you source and curate the perfect trade-only pieces for your customers' homes. And with their seamless platform, you can create product collections with ease. Curate an entire room, specialize in a certain aesthetic, or simply create a collection of, I don't know, your favorite area rugs. Whatever you know your clients love would make for a great Sidedoor collection. You curate the look, Sidedoor handles ordering and shipping, and you make money. Plus, you can sell each collection many times over, creating the perfect opportunity for recurring income. Or if you really just want to keep things simple, you can use Sidedoor to buy products yourself at designer pricing without needing to have an account with various vendors or meet any of their required minimums. It's about power to the designer, people. If you're ready to truly scale your home industry business, go to OnSideDoor.com and apply to join. Now, let's get to today's episode. The biggest reason a lot of home pros struggle with social media and have fewer likes, comments, or followers than they want is usually because the person behind the business is, well, hiding behind the business. The day they start posting photos of themselves, whether they're candid or professional, is the day they start getting noticed. So that's why all the tips I have today are authentic and true to who you are. All the advice I have is going to be pointing back to that target. So number one, I want you to share yourself on social media because that is going to increase interaction. The social media algorithm of Facebook and Instagram wants you to post photos of yourself. Your followers want to see photos of you. They want to read personal captions. They want to see the family that you work so hard to provide for and those faithful pets who keep you company when you're burning the midnight oil. No one has ever become a social media influencer or gained any real traction by doing things like posting photos of other people's work, writing boring or short captions, relying too heavily on animated posts, being all over the place with their Canva graphics, so not staying true to their brand fonts and colors and such, or trying to use hashtags to get noticed instead of actually creating good content. Spoiler alert, guys, there is absolutely no hashtag out there that will launch you into social media popularity because hashtags aren't magic. They're just about categorizing your content. Social media is a place where you have to be social if you want to get anywhere. Similar to a networking event, you can't just walk around with a well-designed graphic sign, hold it up in front of your face, and hope that people will say something to you. You actually have to initiate conversation and show your face. Can you see where I'm going with this? So here are a few conversation starters and image ideas just to get you started. So you could share an experience that you had recently, and you can also share how you handled it. Could be personal, could be professional. You can ask your followers how they handle similar situation. And when you're writing this content, you should also include a photo of yourself. And I know this scares a lot of people. So I just want to stop right here and say, if you are feeling insecure about your appearance, just know that most people are, but that's not a reason not to do it. I can't force you to post photos of yourself, but when you then at the same time tell me I want better interaction on social media, this is the answer, guys. And at some point, you have to decide what is more important to you, your interaction rate or vanity. Now, there are some photos of myself on my phone that I will never post because I truly don't like the way I look in those photos. But 
I am intentional about making sure that I get photos that I am comfortable with posting. And sometimes that means I take advantage of a Sunday morning when I'm all dressed up, hair and makeup is on point, and I like my outfit, or I invest in brand photography once a year or even just every other year because those photos go a long way. And honestly, anyone who's serious about running a business should have brand photography done at least every two years, at least. All right, I digress. On to my next point. Another post idea is this. If you're curious about what your followers are loving, you could do a this or that image collage or a carousel post and then ask them to comment with which of those two options they like most, A or B. Now make sure the question is related to your services in some way, like which wallpaper do you love most for a powder room, A or B. People love to share their opinions and this gives them a platform to do it. A third post idea would just be for you to talk about why you love your hobbies. You can share a photo of you enjoying one of your hobbies and then ask your followers what they do for fun because this helps you establish common ground with your followers. It also helps them see that you are a real person. You're not just trying to be a brand that hides behind photos of other people's work or even photos of your own work. Your followers shouldn't just think of you as another interior designer. They should think of you as the interior designer who built her business from nothing, or as the professional organizer who also happens to be the mom of twins, or the workroom owner who also happened to sew her own wedding dress. Those details, like I said, they make you human, and humans connect well with other humans. Humans do not connect with businesses or brands. The second big point I want you guys to just consider is the importance of sharing your ethics or ethos for your brand. Because your brand ethics, what you believe, it's so intertwined and not talking about it would honestly be a disservice to both your business and those that you intend to serve. Now, here's the thing. These days, so many people are scared to say what they believe or why because they're afraid of offending someone. And while I'm not suggesting that you blast your political opinions across the internet, I'm also not suggesting that you hide the ethos of your heart either, because that is a natural part of your brand. For example, you might offer wellness-focused interior design or biophilic interior design as your flagship service. That's great. But why? Why do you offer that? Well, did your kids suffer from allergies? Do you personally have chemical sensitivities? Do you have an experience that really helped you fall in love with protecting our planet? Are you concerned about how our interior spaces impact our mental well-being? These stories matter, and they will help cement both you and your services into the brains of your followers in a way that makes sense. Because ethos is Greek for character. I just really want to highlight this, guys. You need to share the beliefs that guide you. If you are concerned about alienating or angering someone because of your own personally held beliefs, maybe you just need to reword what you want to say. Or maybe you care a little bit too much about what people will say or what you think they will say. Our imaginations can really get away with us on this one. For example, like anyone who follows me on social or listens to the podcast knows that I really don't censor my personal beliefs. I'm a follower of God. Now, I don't mention it all the time, and actually it's quite rare, but when I do, it is full-on real because my faith is a huge part of my life, and I'm not going to just shut it off because I'm talking as Kate the Socialite instead of as Katie Grunky, which, by the way, that's my real name. <laughs> 
But guys, here's the thing about that. Because I'm so open about what I believe and what I stand for, I know for a fact that I have a lot of clients who believe completely different things, often the exact opposite that I do. But rather than making them take the defense and feel like they have to debate, they actually, from what I have seen, feel comfortable being obvious about their differences because they know that their differences are welcomed here. Because they know that I'm comfortable talking about what some people might say are difficult issues because that's just how I am. I'm not going to beat around the bush. You believe differently than I do? Cool. I'm glad that you have that freedom. I think that it's such a cool thing in our culture, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to shut off that part of who I am just because I'm running a business. Our personal beliefs directly impact our entrepreneurial empires, and because they're already part of our brands, why not pull that back the curtain and talk about why? So just know this. If you're passionate about something, you can and you should talk about it in a way that is kind and welcoming. You're not trying to make everyone think the way you think. You're just sharing another facet of who you are. And really, to put it in perspective, if you were ice cream, I would encourage you to stop being vanilla and pick a fun, not quite polarizing, but kind of noticeable flavor that aligns with who you really are. You might be Rocky Road. Not everybody likes Rocky Road, but there are a heck of a lot of people who do, and there's nothing wrong with it. So just make sure that you are being true to who you are, and that you're not trying to make yourself so, again, vanilla, that you're just trying to get that universal appeal. Because the truth is, nobody will like everybody all of the time. But at the end of the day, if you're being true to who you are as a person, and your brand is being true to its ethos, then you're going to do well. That's just how the world works. Authenticity goes a long way. I'm taking a break from this episode really quickly to chat about Side Door one more time. Why? Well, guys, I believe you shouldn't have to constantly trade hours for dollars in your business, and I bet you believe the same thing. If you are ready to take your home industry business to the next level, you need to consider signing up for Side Door. Sidedoor is the only platform that lets you create a custom shop of your favorite trade-only products. You make the sale, and they'll handle ordering and shipping. Or you could just use Sidedoor to purchase products yourself at designer pricing, without any vendor accounts or minimums required. It honestly doesn't get any more brilliant than this. So many of my listeners are already using Sidedoor, and for good reason. You can sell products on your own website and even from your own social media profiles. It's pretty much genius. If you have dreamed about having an online shop, but you just didn't want to take care of the technology or having inventory or just all the headache and stress that can come along with that, Sidedoor could be a great solution for you. Sign up at onsidedoor.com. All right, my third big tip for you is to share your knowledge on social media to establish your industry authority. Even if you're new to the home industry, you actually do have tips and information that your ideal client is going to find useful. You can share one of those tips alongside a photo of your work or a rendering or behind the scenes snapshot from a recent project. Now, if you don't have photos like this, you can actually share a photo of you drinking a cup of coffee or a glass of wine <laughs> at your desk. Now, this shows you in a more professional environment, even if you're wearing yoga pants and sitting in your home office, because, like, that's what I do. But seriously, that is enough to start establishing the fact that, yes, you do real work. 
You're not just on social media talking about it, you're actually doing it. Now, after you share whatever tip you have, ask your followers an open-ended question, meaning they can't answer it as yes or no, they actually need to give a real answer. You can ask them such things as, which part of your home makes you proud? Or which part of your home bothers you the most? Or which room in your home does your family use the most? Get them talking about their homes because you are in the home industry. They'll start to associate their homes with you and your brand. And this is awesome for brand recognition as you're going to help them make those connections between you and what you offer and how you can help them specifically. Now, the other big thing you need to do is go a step further and write meaningful captions to give fans a reason to follow you. All the strategies that I've listed thus far have emphasized the captions. Images are great, but captions are the actual powerhouses here. If your captions feel a bit lackluster or you can't seem to say anything beyond look at this dreamy space, you need to dismantle the walls that you have built around yourself. Now, here's the deal. You shouldn't share something if it falls in the category of airing your dirty laundry, but you also shouldn't try to present yourself as some sort of perfect human being who only posts photos of pretty spaces. That's not anyone's reality, and your clients are going to have a hard time connecting with you if you look too perfect. Your potential clients are actually dealing with a lot on any given day, and knowing that you are in the trenches of life with them and doing your best to remain encouraging will give them a reason to become your loyal follower. Now, you might be wondering, what on earth is Kate talking about here? What am I supposed to write? Well, I'm going to give you some examples from my own Instagram account of content that is not drama-filled, not attention-hungry, it's just meaningful. So, you guys may have already seen this if you follow me on Instagram, which is at KateSocialite, by the way. But here is one post that I have published recently. Okay, it's about to get deep. This isn't about marketing or business, but I promise it impacts both. How do you love your clients, your team, your family? Love doesn't mean we only love those who love us. It means we treat each other with kindness and respect, regardless of the obvious differences or lifestyle choices between us, regardless of age or color or any other fathomable variance, regardless of whether they are kind to us, regardless of whether we agree with them. I'm not pretending to be an expert on this. I think it's one very long lesson with many necessary repeats, and I've been convicted to love those around me better than I have been. In attempting to do so, I realized something. I can't love people perfectly. I literally don't have the capability, and that's why it's so important that I stay connected to God, who loves fully, completely, and unconditionally. This impacts how I run my agency, how I work with my team, and how my clients are impacted. What you believe about love impacts all those same facets too. There really isn't a separation between our businesses and our convictions, regardless of what those convictions are. So that is a caption that I shared on social media recently, and it blew up. People were commenting and liking because it really hit home with it, something that our culture really needs right now. Our culture needs more love. Our culture needs people to be more welcoming instead of abrasive. And it's okay to talk about that if that is important to you, if you have a lot of passion around something. And I clearly do. It honestly aligns well with everything I've been talking about in this podcast, and it really didn't pitch my services, because that's not the point. The point is to be social and to contribute to the type of community that I want to be part of. Now, here's another caption example 
from my own social media account. And if you're curious about the original post and you want to see the image I included with each one, you can either go to my Instagram account or you can head over to thekateshowpodcast.com and then look up the show notes for episode 165. Either is fine. Now, here is what I wrote in my other post. When things get tough, does it make you want to quit or at least second guess what you're doing? Well, that's human nature for you. But in business, we have to deny much of our own human nature. Running a business, and especially starting a business, is incredibly difficult. Entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart, nor is it for people who want money, popularity, and fame overnight. While that might happen on some rare occasions, there's almost always a series of events that are years in the making that lead up to that moment of quote-unquote overnight success. Given that some of the most successful businesses have been started during the worst of economic times, it has become quite clear that the success of our businesses is up to us. You know what they say, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Are you one of the tough ones? And I actually got quite a few comments on that post. People started saying, oh man, this year has been so difficult, or yes, I'm one of the tough ones. And it is good because I am fostering a community of fearless home industry entrepreneurs who have a lot of grit, a lot of determination, and for some of them, that's all they have going for them right now. And for others, they've been doing it for, you know, five years, 10 years or more, and they've seen the fruits of their labors. And that is so encouraging. But I am putting out into the social media world the type of ethos, the type of ethics, and just honestly, the character of the people I want to be around. I'm putting that out there to draw them to back to me. Not because I'm all those things perfectly, but because that's who I want to be around. Therefore, I am going to make sure I'm displaying those characteristics because they are true to me and my brand. Now, if you're starting to get a little bit worried, like, it seems like Kate's captions are really long. Well, that's because I'm a writer. I started out as a creative writer, but you do not have to be a writer to write good captions. You just need to be willing to share one of your many life stories or experiences or lessons. It might not be three paragraphs long. It might not be the epitome of mind-blowing revelations, but it needs to be true. Truth speaks if you would just give it a voice. And it connects to other people on a much deeper level than any trite, overused, cliche phrase ever could. So here are a few caption ideas that will get you off that cliche caption train. Number one. Replace your Monday motivation or Monday mood board post with a personal tip on how you stay motivated. Replace your Tuesday tip with the best advice you've ever been given personally and how it helped you. Replace your Wednesday hump day post about making it through the rest of the week with instead, what has filled up your soul so far this week? Celebrate the week. Our days are numbered and I mean, not to be morbid, but seriously, we need to be celebrating them more than dreading them. Number four, replace your Throwback Thursday post with a more forward-thinking description of your personal goals. Are you training for a marathon? Are you trying keto? Are you attempting to meditate for more than 30 seconds? Talk about it. Talk about your struggles and your triumphs. Number five, replace your TGIF post with something you're actually thankful for in your life or your business and explain why. Number six, Replace your Saturday style or brunch post with a photo and explanation of your favorite family activity. This is super helpful if your services are family-centric as it establishes even more common ground with your ideal client. 
Number seven, replace your Sunday fun day post by sharing something that matters to you, whether it's lighthearted like a pet peeve or a more serious passion project like maybe you're committed to helping eradicate human trafficking in the United States, which is super duper serious. But to be clear, guys, you do not have to post seven days a week in order to grow a strong community on social media. In fact, your goal should be to grow a strong mailing list and not so much a social media following. That said, I do want you to notice something. None of my post suggestions that I just listed were really focused on your business at all. They were all about you being intentional. And that's how you create community on social media. You have to be the community. All right, guys, those are the tips I have for you regarding social media today, and I hope they were helpful. If you found this episode and others to be beneficial to your marketing and to your business, again, I hope that you will take time to leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Until next week, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.